Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Aaron Dean was booked into the Tarrant County Jail in Texas on a charge of murder. This after police say he shot 28-year-old Atatiana Jefferson inside her home early Saturday morning. The incident captured on the officer's body camera. Dean was responding to a request for a welfare check at Jefferson's home. In the video, the officer is never heard identifying himself as a police officer before firing into a window. Family members said Jefferson had been playing video games with her 8-year-old nephew before the shooting. Yeah, that is uh, awful. I saw the, at least they released a portion of it, the camera. You ask yourself, what the hell is, like, what are you doing, right? What are you doing? Is it more Barney Fife or is it racism? I don't know. He is now booked in for murder. But he was, the door was wide open. I will say this, on the floor, it looks like the house was kind of ransacked. Then he, I don't know what, he didn't announce himself, goes around the back, and then he sees her in the window, and by the time he says, identify yourself, click, click. I mean, it's one shot. He shoots while he's still speaking. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> stop or I'll shoot. I mm-hmm. mean, it was it was insane. Now, again, because of Amber Geiger, what took place a couple weeks ago, this is this is hot news, you know, as far as this race brought into this. And race is made into everything. My God, it's Christopher Columbus Day, but it's Indigenous People Day, and you got people fighting on the interwebs about, well, look what the Indigenous people did. Look at the Aztecs, and look, at they were cannibals. And you're just, you know, you're like, ugh, goodness me. But that's what race is nowadays. Race is, everybody finds race in everything. But here's something that I think people need to realize. He's been arrested. He's going to have his day in court. That's the beauty of the country we live in, is people get their days in court. It takes a while for facts and truth to come out. Because emotion, people will say everything when it comes to emotion, right? They'll come out, they'll say all kinds of stuff when it comes to emotion. They'll come out and just like, it's this or it's that or it's racism, this, that, and the other. We don't know what it is. Could he potentially be this awful human being who's a racist? Possible. Could he be kind of Barney Fife, was scared and reacted in a poor way? Possible. It takes a while for facts to come out. And we don't live in that world anymore. We don't want facts to come out like that anymore. I mean, come on, you know this more than anything. People want to make something out of nothing immediately because they see a headline back in this run with it. That's true. And, of course, you know, with social media, whatever you see, that becomes the truth. There's no – there's. It's always been hard to retract anything anyway. Yeah. You know, but, when you when a mistake is made and now even more so to 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 throw it out there and say, oh, sorry, this was not right. Whatever was was not right is still truth in in, in certain circles. Mind. Yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll never That's change the it. scariest thing of all. Somebody this weekend said something about uh, uh, Trump supporters will have a, a, a trouble believing anything even if it turns out to be the truth and even if something happens because they've been so hermetically sealed in a bubble and i think it's the same for the left too in a lot of ways if if they came out with this whole impeachment thing and said look we looked and there was no you know quick pro quo there was none of, there was no quick pro quo there was none of this stuff it, it seemed that way but it wasn't and trump wins re-election people are always going to think it's this, and that's what it is. And and it's it's sad because we jump to conclusions. Today, people are like, this was racist. And I'm like, well, did, she, did he know that she was black? Nobody had ever been there before? 
How do we know any of these things? It's the perception of it. I don't know what's going to come out of this thing. It's an awful situation, no matter what it is. Whatever it is, the lady is still dead. Still dead. And even if he comes out the other side where they say, look, he's more Barney Fife mm-hmm. than, than the Ku Klux Klan member uh, or, 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 you know, racist in a badge in and in a, in a uniform, it still doesn't matter because she doesn't get her life back. No. That's the thing. She no. doesn't get her life back. And no amount of money is going to change any mm-hmm. of that. Nope. And no amount of money is going to help anything there. She doesn't get her life back. But it's the reaction of human beings and the emotion of it. We, we talked to a guy last week, uh, uh, Adam Rance, who, who said, you know, algorithms on Facebook, like Facebook right now, people are attacking Facebook and they're going because apparently uh, Zuckerberg's been meeting with the uh, lot of conservatives you know, in D.C. and stuff, and he's been talking to them about they're worried about free speech and, hey, why do we get banned when the other side gets banned? And I'll say this. I've been banned for stuff that is just like two years old that we didn't even post. People posted or something like that. And it's so bizarre. Facebook jail. Facebook jail. That's what people call it. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is they don't like algorithms. It's all about emotion. It's not about whether or not there's a certain sense of of, uh, you know, like I'm looking at this in a data-driven way, it's just about emotion rather than the data itself because emotion will trigger you to do anything, say anything, follow anybody, do any of that stuff. The best sales book in life is is, is a psychology book. How can I trigger you through an emotion to purchase my goods? Whether it's a car or an investment or a house, I need to trigger an emotion in you that will cause you to do something. And that's what's happened today. You watch the fighting on the interwebs with this. It's racism. It's this, that, and the other. Facts take time. They don't come easy, right? And we don't even want to know about the facts. Today's Columbus Day, right? Like, so for all you federal people had the day off, that's what I, I had forgotten it. I called somebody and they went, yeah, they're closed today. It's a holiday. I went, it is. Yeah, so, <laughs> but, you know, it's like one of, what, 10 or 11 federal, yeah. like, days they have off. But, you know, people like it's indigenous people and look what Columbus did and how horrible he was. And he caused slavery. And you're just like, have you do you even know about like Columbus that he, he adopted uh, a young boy who was indigenous to be his son? He never owned a slave. He didn't even land in North America, per se, the way that we think of it. Leif Erikson was here earlier. But it's this perception. It becomes this crazy emotional thing where people are trying to be super woke and, and it just seems like the thing to do and it becomes emotional. Then you got people on the other side talking, you know, let me tell you something about indigenous people. And you're just like, oh, God, it just can't win anymore. You just can't. Like, where are the normal people? Where are they? Were there ever any normal people, Chad? Well, normally. Are you a normal people? Well, no, but I'm normalish in the sense that I don't go overly emotional on some of this crap. That's true. Oh, goodness. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet us. A lot of stuff to get to tonight, including Joe Ducey. You know, Joe, he knows. That's right, kids. I'll let you know he's going to join us in studio to talk about top scans of tomorrow night. He's taking uh, his road trip, if you will. Out at Tempe, he's going to tell us all about that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Don't let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. Hey! 
You know, remarkable Valley teacher deserving of a $2,500 check. Just text TEACHER to 411923 and nominate a teacher today for pay tribute to a teacher presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. That's TEACHER to 411923. It's pay tribute to a teacher presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. We want an immediate ceasefire uh, and we want to begin negotiations uh, between Turkey and Syrian Defense Forces. Now Trump's saying, well, hold on, we may, uh, we're may we going to keep a 1,000 people there and we're going to move them all over the place. This is not a good thing. I talked to a couple people this weekend and we talk about uh, they're, they're in the intelligence and military side of things. And, and it's now all political for them as, as that's the way it is. You're an appointee. It's not political as in, you know, choose somebody, you're an appointee. And they were saying, like, this right here is... Of all the things he's done as president, this is the tweeting, the craziness, the battle, the video that's out today. Not that he did that, but that thing's just insane as well. I don't know who that That's some weird group that was out there. But this is a giant mess, and it is a mess. And we have may, we may have created an absolute hornet's nest. And the Kurds have said, fine, just get out of our way. We're going to talk to the Russians. We'll find people that will support us. It's It's crazy. It is. And it's so funny to watch the way he's got a plan. I don't think he has a plan. I don't think there's a plan on this one. Right? Because the military's not thrilled by it. The Pentagon's not thrilled by it. Oh, he's got a plan. I don't think he's got a plan. I understand getting us out of situations, but if we're getting out of something only potentially to go back later, that's not a good plan. Because the people that we defeated, along with the people who help us defeat them, has all of a sudden resurged and we have to take them on again that is that doesn't sound like a plan now he supposedly is going to hammer them with tariffs on uh, you know uh steel 50 percent tariffs on steel and on top of that talks about a hundred billion dollar trade deal that they may pull out of he said he was going to ruin them maybe that works but i also know that they've got 50 nuclear weapons in turkey that are ours so think about that. And Erdogan has already said, if you do anything to us, we're going to open up the floodgates to Europe and let three and a half million people through. How are the Europeans? How stoked are they going to be? Like, oh, this is great. Yeah, I think this is a mess. I do. And you know what? You can criticize the president and also want him to do good. People don't understand that. If you say anything about Yahweh, they freak out. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. How about this, kids? Snap to Murray. Drops back to throw. What? Floats it far side into the end zone. And a diving catch by David Johnson for a touchdown. A flag is down. I think Atlanta interfered with Johnson, but it didn't matter. A beautiful grab, and the Cardinals had the lead back. Oh, my God, brother. That was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yes, a win. Another win. We talked about it earlier this year. We said, look. They may lose, but they'll be exciting. The last two weeks, I feel like Kingsbury is coaching the way that Kingsbury coaches. Like, let's just let it rip. Let's just turn this guy loose. He's a pinball in a video game, and we'll let him run just crazy as can be, throw the ball, use all of his talents. And when was the last time we could say that was a really exciting game to watch? I mean, did you hear the crowd in that clip yeah. right there? They were so excited when he scored that touchdown. That's what we've been waiting for. Yeah. I mean, we scored 34 points. Now, granted, Atlanta, for whatever reason, has decided that they're no longer a good football team, right? Like, they just said, hey, you know what? You know how we went to the Super Bowl a few years ago? And people were like, hey, man, this is going to be great. And, and, uh, and, you know, Matty Ice and all that stuff. No, they're awful. They're awful. But you can't, you got to beat who's in front of you. 
right? I mean, in the end, you have to beat who's in front of you. And Atlanta was the team. Boom. And by the way, let's look back. Detroit was a tie. And Detroit is right now kind of laying it to uh, Green Bay. So, it's look, this is what people wanted. And then you look on the other side of the thing and look at Matt Rosen. And every day you think to yourself, how much longer is he going to want to play football? Well, if he's in Miami, I don't know. <laughs> Does that really count as football anymore? I thought yesterday they're going to tie that game, and it's going to be a tie, and there's not going to be a winner between Washington and and Miami, and I thought that's about as deserving as it gets. But it was fun to watch yesterday, right? Like, you know, Tennessee, huh? It was good. Look at that. It was good. We're coming back. We're coming back. You're two yeah. and four. You're got, not near, near bowl eligible, but it's still fun. We got Alabama coming up, though. Yeah. So you know, What do you I'm, think? They're going to 60? I think somebody um, told me that we're like, 35 point underdogs oh god and i'm just crying. you know what you know what i will take alabama and give you the points too that's how ugly i think that game could oh, get gee, I'm not, mm. yeah that could get 60 i can't, ugly e- I can't even watch three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson shows your twitter you can tweet at us chad benson show arizona's news station Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Chad Benson loves lemonade. No wonder his show is two parts tart to one part sweet. Time for a refill. Cheers. The president is still pulling all U.S. forces out of northeast Syria, where Turkey is now invading. But he tweeted an announcement that he will leave, quote, a small footprint of U.S. military in southern Syria to continue to disrupt remnants of ISIS. The president had said there was no longer a need to stay in northern Syria. Yeah, well, I got news for you. It's ugly. And it went ugly fast. And it's so interesting in the world that we live in where people are living in their own bubbles and won't, you know, hey, I listen to Trump. Whatever Trump says is absolutely it. He wants to pull out of people. He knows better than the military. He knows better than everybody else. And this is the right thing to do. Well, the reality is, is I didn't think it was the right thing to do. I think this is going to come back, and I think this is a potential to bite us in the ass, and it is not a good situation. Yes, we still have people there. Over coming days, we're going to see teams that have been spread out all over northern Syria repositioning themselves in some of the larger bases. At that point, most of their equipment will either be taken out via land vehicle or by air. And then ultimately, most of the personnel that are inside Syria are going to be taken out by aircraft. Yeah, but we're going to leave some there. So that's my thing. So, so wait a minute. We pulled these 50 or so people out of here. Which was preventing that. People are like, well, well, everybody knew this was coming. Everybody knew, apparently, but Trump knew that this was coming if we pulled out. Well, what if we would have stayed, somebody asked me today. They're not doing anything if we stay. Then we're going to do a damn thing. And the reason is, is we're NATO. They're part of NATO. If they attack us and they would have killed us, they would have injured any of our soldiers, they would have done anything untoward, they would have paid the price. Now, Trump supposedly is going to throw on some mega sanctions, which is what he's been talking about doing, right? Like he's going to come hard for sanctions. That's what I keep hearing. I don't know what those sanctions look like. The president announcing the Turkish sanctions on Twitter, saying he's ready to destroy Turkey's economy if Turkish leaders continue down what he calls a dangerous and destructive path. The only specific economic punishment announced, raising steel tariffs back to 50%, and that he'll immediately stop negotiating a $100 billion trade deal with Turkey. That Turkish invasion comes as the president said he was pulling troops out of northern Syria. Yeah, and by the way, they have nuclear weapons, right? 
or at least in a sense that they have some of ours, if that makes sense. We have some nuclear stuff over there. It is not a good look for the president. Over the weekend, you know, I'm sitting down and I'm looking and I'm talking to a few people that I have in the in the intelligence and in the military side of things, and we've texted back and forth, and they're like, look, we could talk about all of the hysteria and the insanity that goes on with Trump. This is a major blunder. He didn't listen to anybody. He didn't talk to anybody. He wants to pull people out. I get that. But we're really not pulling. We're, we're moving some certain places and we're moving others to different countries, basically within the same region. So we're bringing all of these 50 guys home, maybe some gals too. Don't want to offend anybody. We're not. And now we've got a situation where he's out there today saying, well, you know, the Kurds are uh, are letting ISIS, you know, people out, which is a bunch of crap. It is a bunch of crap. 11,000 fighters. 11,000. That is what people estimate they lost. 11,000. And now they're desperate and they're looking for help. Kurdish commanders gave America a choice. Either come and help us in our battle with Turkey and pose a no-fly zone, or we're going to look to someone else. And that's exactly what's happened. Right now, we're seeing Syrian regime force rolling in this direction, backed by Russia. And the Kurds here keep telling us they feel betrayed by America, and no one in the region will ever take America's word for it ever again. Think about that. We've, we, we have failed an ally. They should be doing it themselves. Really? When we asked them to fight with ISIS and a lot of people out there yapped their traps, even Rand Paul, man, if they go out and shed blood for us when it comes to ISIS, damn skippy, we should be able to help them. Damn skippy, we should make sure that they have their own land. And now it's like, eh, well, Trump's keeping his his promise. We're sending 1,500 troops to Saudi Arabia. We're not bringing them home. We're just moving them to different places. I think this, I think in the end, when we look at a lot of different things and a lot of, a lot of the stuff that we talk about is crazy. It's luna. It's just. It's just. It's almost reality show lunacy. This is real life, and there are blood on the hands of Trump. And I think he's looking around, trying to think, "What do I do next? What do I do next? We better figure it out. You better." And and I'm telling you, if you come hard for those sanctions, then come hard. If you said you were going to ruin their economy, then do it. The last guy drew the red line. Right? Remember that? And then it got crossed and nobody did anything. So you said you were going to ruin their economy. Well, let's see what you're going to do. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You could tweet at us. Love hearing from each and every one of you. Today, of course, is Columbus Day, which we all know he's racist. You know who else is racist? SpongeBob. Oh! A professor at the University of Washington accuses SpongeBob of racism and perpetuating violence against indigenous people. Yeah, you heard that right. SpongeBob is a racist. SpongeBob is is a violent racist. Not even just like uh, just a, a bigot. He's a violent racist that whitewashes U.S. history, according to a professor. An American professor writing in the academic journal, University of Washington anthropology professor Holly M. Barker drew parallels between the children's cartoon and the past use of Marshall Island for American nuclear testing. (laughs) These are people, all right, I just want to say, these are people who actually have a job, that they're employed, 
and that they are given money by other people to spout their baloney. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet at us. It is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. Better let Joe know. He's out and about tomorrow night. Joe Ducey. ABC 15 is going to be on the road, and on the road you are helping folks out. Where are you going to be tomorrow night? Yeah, man. Hey, thanks for having me here. Um, we're going to be at the Tepe Marketplace from 5 to 7 p.m., and um, we're going to be at the district stage area, and we're asking consumers to come out. This is basically old school. This is old school consumer problem solving. It's like you get to talk with somebody across, like we're across from each other right now, talk with somebody about their problems. You can look at the paperwork, and you're going to be able to talk to attorneys and experts and and, and not have to deal with all the stuff on the phone where you can't, you get clicked from one person to another one. You ask for a supervisor, they don't have them. This is hopefully a way that you can kind of find out if you have a legitimate problem and maybe what you need to do to make it more legit. Is it worth a lawsuit? Is it, is it something that you can pursue further? Now, you say people come on out, you got a problem. What kind of problems do you, are you talking about? Like, you know, because some people are like, oh, I'm an, I got all kinds of problems. Like, yeah. I, got a, I got a problem with my foot. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but what kind of problems? Well, are if you it's a health about? bill, maybe we can take care of it. it I, I consider anything consistent. Consumer, but we're going to mainly look at landlord tenant issues. We've got a lot of renters in this area. Um, deposits. Uh, I've got bed bugs. You know, we've got um, black mold. What do I do? How do I get my money back? We're going to look at car repairs and car buying. Um, we're going to look at bankruptcy, HOAs. You know, most lawyers are handle HOAs. They handle the that side of it. They're for the HOA. These are people who are for the consumers. And we've got probably the best attorney in the area who actually can tell you, man, you got a great case here. You don't have to deal with that those three paint colors or whatever the heck they're trying to get you to do or the, not having the basketball thing in the driveway. Yeah, and, which you just know, drives you crazy. The fine, you can't yeah. wear – you can't have an American flag out front. You're like, what are you talking flag. about? Right. So this guy – this guy's a great help. Uh, contracts, scams. We've got the attorney general out there. So, yeah, just about any consumer-type problem, I think. Child support and custody. We're even going to have those people out here. Family law. So they're there to help you, and it's a great opportunity to do it once a year and a couple hours and just bring your paperwork, and we have a number system, so it's not this crazy thing where you're waiting in line in the sun. Sit down, call your number, and uh, and you get up and talk to people. Yeah, absolutely. ABC 15, uh, Joe Ducey here tomorrow on the road with Let Joe Know. So you can have, how many attorneys are going to be out there? Uh, well, we're going to have about 25 experts in, in all, and about probably more than half of those are attorneys in different areas. Um, so yeah, we'll have, we'll have plenty of people to be out there, and you're going to get... You know, if there aren't that many people, you're going to get more time. But I'm hoping that there are enough people out there because uh, I want people to take advantage of this. And this is one of those things where you bring your stuff and a lot of it is people want to know if they should pursue something further. Do I have a case here? Am I overreaching? Would I waste my time if I filed paperwork? And that's a lot of what people want, which costs a lot of money to find out that no or yes. And, 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 and I think this is what makes this thing so, so, so good because you get to come out, have face to face and actually get some of this stuff. Not so much usually a conclusion or or a problem solved, but you know what the next step is. That's a great reason to be there. And that, that's exactly, those are the kinds of people who get the help. If they're not sure if they do have something here that they can turn into a lawsuit, they don't know really how to 
form it. They don't know what they need, what kind of proof they need. And they talk to these guys. They've done it. These are litigators. I mean, they've, they've worked with these people. So they know. They can say, well, you know what? I'd go back to those people and try to get more proof here. I would take care of that. I need – you don't have enough proof in this area. You need to take pictures or whatever it is. And those are the kinds of things I think people walk away with. You, uh, you're out here and you, you, know, you go out, you, you catch people doing all kinds of sc- – what's the big scam right now that people should be avoiding? Uh, the, you know, the big scams really involve phones. They involve um, different evolutions of phone scams. We get people every day who are getting – it used to be the IRS. Now it's Social Security. It's grants. And these are people losing big money. We also have um, these romance scams that are huge now. We had $8,500 from a woman just yesterday who were trying to help get her money back. But you can't do it. You know, they fall in love with these people who say that they're you know, um, workers in Ecuador um, and they're only there for a short period of time. And they need money to come back. And these people are wiring in the money little by little. So anytime you get anything involved in wiring money, it's a scam. Anytime yeah. you get some big old check because we get those every day too. I got a $3,000 check in the mail, Joe. You think it's mine? Can I can I cash it? Yeah, I was no, reading, I was no. reading one the other day. The millennials are falling for some sort of scam where they're told that they got a job that they're supposed to have and that it cost them this. And I'm like, yeah. how are they falling? I understand older people who may not be as aware, but everybody falls for some yeah. sort of scam. Yeah, it's they nuts. do. Well, you know, the interesting thing is too. You hear about these things on the on sometimes, and, and you may just gloss over them. You think, oh yeah, 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 but then it happens to you. And then suddenly it's very, very important. You're thinking, my God, I get people at the station all the time. We've heard these things in the you know, Social Security scam or this fake check scam or whatever it is. And then it happens to them and they're like, my God, these scammers are great. Can you believe, Joe, do you think this is real? <laughs> you know, and it's like they could be any age. Yeah. Because when they call you or they text you or they email you, it becomes personal, man. And these guys are pretty good at what they do. They are. They are. Yeah. So tomorrow night on the road with Let Joe Know, you're going to be at the Tempe Marketplace. You're going to be where? Tempe Marketplace, district stage area there, 5 to 7 p.m., first come, first serve. So, yeah, hope It's going to be people. awesome. Get out there, and they're going to help you. they got attorneys. they got – what are the car people? Like, what are they going to just, you know – We have a, we have actually uh, an attorney who sues dealerships. We have a car repair person, and we have um, someone who deals with the automo – he's the head of the uh, – Automo Independent Dealers Association. So if you bought a used car, he's a guy you can go to to find out, you know, why it's a lemon and what you can get back. You name it, he's got it. Tomorrow, get out there between 5 and 7, the district stage. Uh, of course, everybody's going to go and say, hey, Joe, what do you know? And Joe will tell you right there. Thanks so much as always, man. Appreciate you coming on tonight. Thanks a lot, Chad. Appreciate it, man. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. It's the Chad Benson Show.